get into the meat and potatoes of Ubisoft's press conference. Oh, oh boy. Well, this one, this press conference I felt like was kind of more of what we already knew with the exception of a, like, at least a couple of announcements in that regards. So, basically, to get the rundown of what happened was... Rainbow Six Extraction, we saw a little bit of gameplay footage of that and stuff, and we got a release date of September 16th. They also came out, Ubisoft announced Rocksmith Plus, which is quintessentially mm-hmm. like a, almost like a guitar learning sort of like a game in that regards. That's how I interpreted it, because you're still playing yeah. like different types of songs and stuff, doing music, but you could use like... Uh, you can actually use your own guitar if you choose to, like an acoustic or like an electric guitar with like a little dongle that's like an adapter for like maybe your phone plus an app and stuff. It looked fairly unique in what yeah. they were presenting it for. Remember my si- my parents bought this game for my sister uh, a while back. And I guess the big thing about this one, it's going to be, a sus- it's more of a subscription service. Yes. Um, and you can, you can just plug it in uh, like a USB adapter and you can plug it into pretty much anything and use it. It's not going to be on console. You can plug it into, um, well, you can use like your like your phone or a computer or whatever. It's not going to right. So yeah, it's not you're not buying a game at a store now. You can just you just buy it and you, or you just pay a monthly service. So for the next game that was going forth and uh, unveiled was Riders Republic. Riders Republic was a game that ubisoft announced last year i actually hadn't realized they announced the thing last year only because i think it was, it was only supposed like to come out in february yeah it's supposed to come out what was it supposed to come out this past february yep. or next yeah, february? so like they announced that the last ubisoft forward like we we're supposed to have prince of persia in january then we're supposed to have the um it's supposed to be prince of persia in january um writers public in february and i think far cry 6 supposed to be march or april was how it's supposed to go then all three games is like shortly after the forward got delayed now Prince of Persia doesn't even have a release date, and now, yeah, so yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, no doubt. So for Riders Republic and stuff, I they initially showed gameplay and stuff. I personally, watching it, it, there were hints where it kind of looked like sort of like a Tony Hawk game because with the whole BMX riding, the snowboarding and stuff, it looked fairly decent in regards mm-hmm. to their whole pitch of like an open world style of uh, like a sports, like extreme sports sort of uh, game essentially i mean at one time i think at one point or something like that you're riding downhill like on a bicycle or something like that and it's snow like bike first, yeah like a snow bike or whatever the hell and like uh it's like a first person point of view and stuff and you have to go and take these turns at just the right moment or the next instance you're just like uh snowboarding pulling off all these insane tricks or like on like a bicycle just doing some bmx moves or other things i like the concept i'm kind of wondering in regards to the quality of this game because it it definitely looks more ambitious if anything else and from what they were initially showing inside that gameplay style of trailer especially with the aspects where you have like guys that are like using those like fly suits and stuff going to specific points i kind of wonder if this this style of like open world sort of uh, extreme sports game like they have uh obviously went through unveiled here if it's like almost similar to the exploration styles of some of their previous like games like an assassin's creed or like a yeah ghost well, recon it, 
it kind of reminds me of like they expanded upon what was that fucking steep steep yeah um they like it's expanded on version of that um and i you know i always like i i've definitely fallen off the ubisoft bandwagon as far as i used to love you know if you were listening to us beginning of this podcast if you've been around for a while there was a stretch there where ubisoft was basically my favorite developer um, where everything that came out, I enjoyed. I either, at the very least, I liked it, if not loved it. Right. Um, there was like Far Cry, uh, Watch Dogs, and then like Assassin's Creed were like all killing it for me. Uh, then like Mario plus Rabbit, shit like that. Um, and it's just like, I give all respect in the world to them. Where like they do some like as far as like the big of the big third parties, um, they definitely do the most shit as far as like they take chances on stuff they don't when stuff comes out and it doesn't hit right away they fucking they audible and they always find a way to make these things work for the most part steep obviously came and went it didn't work out but like you look like we was talking about siege died immediately for honor died immediately and they fucking bring those back and they like they were talking about in the pre-show about like they had like plans for announcing plans for siege the next season siege and then like the they cross progression and cross plays coming um, to Siege uh, uh, later this year for PC. Uh, they're, it's weird they're doing like a PC Stadia crossplay. It's coming it's like out PC in, Stadia and I think Luma, Luma, Luma. as well. So yeah, Luna. What was kind of crazy then, about that? You know that whole kind of weirdness is like they had two different types of cross progression. You know, one for the PC side where it's like PC Luma and Stadia, and the other side's just for Xbox and PlayStation. I'm like, yeah. Well, basically the idea is like. If you, when people like it's always talked about when console players play against PC players, it's just mm-hmm. a massacre. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why they're they're separating. Which I mean, I love the idea. Like you know, we always I, something I always talk about. Like people always want crossplay, and I get it. I I, I would want crossplay as well. It's, I'd obviously rather have it than not have it. Right. Uh, especially for like you know for like it's just better to have it having you know you don't have to worry about having only especially smaller multiplayer games where it's like you don't have to worry about having oh like you know, Knockout City maybe they have a million people playing it but only but. You know, 300,000 are playing over here and 300,000 are playing over there. I sound like fucking Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. Mom, he took it off over there. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know why I got old time newsy guy on that one. But um, yeah, it's just smart putting it together. And then, you know, Xbox and PlayStation are going to have cross play and cross progression next year. I think they said early next year. Um, but the big thing I think is cross progression. That's all I always talk about. Like everybody has a lot of play, people have cross play now, but. Very few people have cross progression. It's like the, some and of the bigger important. ones, like the big ones do, but like a lot of the like the medium or smaller games don't have it. Like Fortnite has it, Warzone has it, um, and now you know Siege will have it. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, with like looking at like jumping out back to Riders Republic here, where um, I, it looks like a really cool game. It's something I think I like. It's just the, the game looks so much fun, but it's also something I know that like if I don't have like people to play with, which I know I won't have people to play with. Um, I, I if I had like a dedicated group of friends I could play this with, I would for sure like they showed like one of those game modes where it's like six v six and you're just doing like Tony Hawk shit and you're just trying to whoever has the most points at the end you're just doing tricks and shit and you could be on a snowboard you could be on a fucking bike a snow bike skateboard whatever you want to be on you could be on and you just you whoever has the most points at the end wins and it's just like that game that looks incredible this game looks like a ton of fun but it feels it like if you don't have friends to play with this game. Is gonna die quick. Yeah, thank you. I was thank you for talking while I was burping there. I was trying to work to, <laughs> I was trying to talk to the burp and it, it didn't work out. Um, but yeah, you know, coming out September second. That's good. I mean, it seems like a decent time. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, no, I like it. And you could know, jump back to uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Okay, that game looks like I think the game looks fun. 
it's, it's with all these. They always look like, it's like that's the problem with these games. They look like fun, but it's like you need to play with like, especially like a like Rainbow Six games. Those games are so like uh, slow. Much they're not like run and gun, whatever. You can just you got the like siege and all that. You got to play with like friends. You got to play with people you can work with. Um, on these, it's it's a slower paced, methodical shooter game, strategy game essentially, and it's like if you don't have a dedicated people to play with, it's, it's just not gonna work for you. Like I mean, obviously Siege does really well, and I think this game will do really well. And it sounds like they like they basically took all the characters from Siege and are putting this. It almost seems like it's it should just be like a expansion of Siege rather than its own separate game, uh, but. Yeah, it's interesting though seeing like Riders Republic is September September second, and Rainbow Six Extraction is September sixteen, and then right after that, like I think October seventh or something is uh, uh, Far Cry six. So we're having three Ubisoft games in a month. But I was thinking like I'm like they're doing it again. They did the exact same thing last year where we had uh, end of October we had Watch Dogs, and mid November we had um, Assassin's Creed, then uh, beginning of uh, December we had um, God, what's that fucking game called? The Breath of the Wild knockoff. Um, oh, it was uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Immortals. I always want to say Infinite. And I know it's wrong. Immortals. Thank you. Uh, but the problem with those was like those are all three open world style games. Yep. At least all three. At least Extraction, Riders Republic, and Far Cry. Completely different games. You. I mean, they're, yeah, they're Ubisoft games, but they're completely different. So it's not going to cannibalize them the way those three games there. We saw like Watch the Legions did okay. Assassin's Creed, best selling Assassin's Creed ever, and then. Uh, um, I'm, I'm. What's the goddamn name of the game again? In, in, not infamous, not infinite. Uh, Immortals. Immortals. I don't know why I can't remember the name of this fucking game. <laughs> Immortals came out and just died. I know there's like there's a, a pretty good fan base that's behind it, and like I, you, see, you keep I keep hearing more and more people, and it's just like it go, it's been going on sale constantly for like thirty bucks, dude. And I, I know more and more been, people pick it up and enjoy it. It's not even been a year. This game's already like a cult classic. That's mm. what I get. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be one of those like, like it's like always like those double A games you always hear about from like the like the PS2, GameCube era, and like the PS3, 360 area that people like. No, this game's really really good, guys. You don't understand. And it, like, I feel like that's like. Not that's what infinite, people said about infamous. Beyond Good and Evil too. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> What's it called again? It's not Infinite. It's not Immortals. I got it this time. Jesus Christ. Wow, <laughs> I can't. I don't know why. It's just it like, immediately as soon as I say it, it's gone. Uh, but yeah, I, moving on. I'm sorry. I, I, went, I went on a tangent there. Oh, hey, it's no problem. But uh, honestly, towards the middle point of the conference and stuff, it was just a reiteration of content either coming to established games or like an announcement of an established game. Like say, Just Dance 2022 was announced. Which yeah, you know, it's another Just Dance game with new music and whatsoever. I mean, and Gable, Gables, what, what we can officially say, rest in peace, the Wii. Yeah, actually, that was something that was mentioned as well. That uh, not in that conference per se, but this is going to be the <laughs> this is actually going to be the first year that Ubisoft does not release like a Just Dance game on literally a console from like 2006. It that that's a crazy ass thing that they kept like copies releasing on the Wii for that long but uh no what what's fairly interesting it's like the siege content their new season and this and that you know i mean and on top of that it's like for assassin's creed valhalla this is something that i did not expect ubisoft to actually do instead of like 
doing the casual, oh, okay, we've released this game, like, for, like, a year or something like that. We've already put out its content. And so, yeah, let's go ahead and, like, just move on to the next game and then just develop that. No. No, instead, they're going to be releasing another expansion for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And uh, the expansion, obviously, is coming out in 2022. They're still working on the things, but it's like they're more or less establishing more so, you know, like uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is being like a live service, like 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 yeah. almost games as a service style of game right now. Where I, I'll be perfectly honest with you. The game is really fucking bulky as it is in regards to a lot of the content that you explore and stuff and this and that, plus the expansion stuff, you know, I... I'm all for having a hell of a lot of content to go through and do this and do that and stuff. I kind of wonder how many people will actually keep playing the game in 2022, especially go back and get the content with that stuff. But this is a this is actually the first time they actually mention it in their conference. It's the first time ever for an Assassin's Creed title that they're actually going to focus upon this one game for a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've already thought they've already mentioned that they're taking a year off again from Assassin's Creed, which I kind of like the. You know, we were talking about they were doing yes. like two years in a row, then a year off, then two years in a row, a year off. Um, now maybe we're looking at where we're going to see every other uh, – we're going to go two years in between a game, which, I mean, that's, all, that's always great. And it's like I've definitely I – mean, I was, once again, talking about you know Ubisoft for a while. They would be my favorite developer for a, while, a good stretch of time where I was a fan – pretty much a borderline fanboy of Assassin's Creed games where I bought every single one on launch for years. Um, uh, I Really, Valhalla was the first one I did not buy at launch. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I think about it, um, and I mean I, I I played probably ten hours of Valhalla. I didn't really like it that much. It's just it's it's because it's it's not Assassin's Creed. I mean after um, what's the what's the Egypt one? It's um, Origins. Origins. I mean I, it was it's, it basically just went to Witcher, but a bloated Witcher, which Witcher three is already pretty bloated. Um, just way too much shit. And I heard like it takes like over a hundred hours to beat the game and the 120, if you want to beat the actual game. Like, so yeah, I, I am. It takes I'm, a specific people... type of mindset, honestly, yeah. the type of gamers they're aiming for with this Assassin's Creed experience with that much content is quite literally the gamer that only buys maybe a handful of games a year. Yeah. That's I what mean, if you, if, it seems, I'm sorry, I'll cut you off there, but oh, yeah, I mean, good. if you, if you love, uh, you know, I, I I totally get it. Like these the last three Assassin's Creed are like way better, uh, from a broad perspective than the, the original ones. I I miss the original ones. I love it. Like you, like one of your uh things. We'll get to the our predictions here at the end. Um, was a two D Assassin's Creed game. I was actually like, kind of a, like. I mean, I never even thought about that really. I know they've had them in the past, but they weren't very good. Um, but I was like, oh man, just like I just want to enjoy Assassin's Creed again. Like I enjoyed Odyssey, but I enjoyed Odyssey uh, as, as Odyssey, not Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, so I, yeah, I, I get it, but like, just take my, my, the fandom out of it. Like, I think this is awesome supporting games. It, like obviously the set, like I said, Assassin's Creed's bigger than it ever has been. This is the, excuse me for burping, uh, the, the biggest Assassin's Creed game ever so far. Uh, and continue to expand upon it and keep adding more and more content. These had a DLC pack that came out, uh, was it last month? I, I think in the last month, and people seem to really enjoy it. It's like in Ireland, um, it's getting pretty good reviews. Uh, so I mean, that's awesome. And doing another year of it is is awesome. Like like I said, like I didn't love this press conference. It, uh, I did not. I don't really enjoy a lot of their games, but I respect the hell out of what Ubisoft does. Where like these games come out, 
and you know, we talked about like you know we were just talking about anthem this earlier this year about like with the whole anthem next thing and then finally yes. we we're just like just get rid of it like no one cares it's just and dead it's like, <laughs> yeah and it's like these games like I, we talked about like 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 i said siege came out and died for honor came out and died and that, those games have been out for five years yes and they're still big like those games came out and died and they turn it around and then, like now they're still going yes and, it's, it's incredible what they do with these games. Like, it's so... I think it's awesome. I feel like you were into these games. Uh, I mean, I, I wish... I, I really wish I was into, like, more Ubisoft games. Uh, because I... It would be so awesome, like, to jump... Keep going back to some of these games. Like, there's a lot of games I play. They come out, and there's never anything for it after that. Right. And I would love... You know, I'd love it if they added more things. Like, a Final Fantasy VII doing the Yuffie stuff. And I heard it's pretty good. I uh, can't wait. I've already, like I said, I already bought it. I'm, got ch- I'm obviously playing Ratchet Clink right now, but uh, like that, I was so incredibly happy to hear. Like what, my second favorite game from last year uh, is having, having DLC. Okay, fuck yeah, I'm all in for that. You know, like, <laughs> I'm going to support people doing shit like that. I want, I wish, and it's like good stuff. It's not like Doom Eternal's bullshit with like we're just adding a bullshit map and we're just making it. It's just a harder mode than what Doom already was, kind of shit. You know, it's like it's quality stuff, well, right? That's awesome. Uh, I, like I said, I wish I was. I wish I was a, as big of a Ubisoft fan today as I was five years ago. Oh man, I understand exactly how you feel. I mean, my past with Ubisoft games. I mean, it's kind of hit and miss as well. I mean, Assassin's Creed Two. That was the last major Assassin's Creed game that I played through and I wanted to complete. But on top of that, though, I mean, it's it's starting to drift in you know interest over the past like uh three to four years and stuff i mean wildlands that was a game i enjoyed even though yeah. i probably pretty much don't probably ever want to go back to that game again it's so now. funny you like you platinum that game and you like simultaneously loved and hated it it's, it was the weirdest like you were like talking about the game was like the weirdest discussion or like weirdest like chunk of our podcast like ever like that month of you like playing this game and trying to platinum it and you like you didn't know why it was like so funny to me i said it's, it's one of my all-time favorite things and just gable's like i'm playing this game but i don't really like it but i'm playing it well that's the thing you know like sometimes i get into the mood where if i'm playing a game and in that case in scenario with wildlands it was one of those weird things it's like i enjoy i enjoyed going through the process of freeing a lot of those different territories and stuff but it was kind of like the same old things. I kept encountering the same type of glitches, especially with the helicopter one. They kept on like sticking, sliding ever so slowly into the damn water, and I could not get back into it. But uh, oh my god, yeah! For Ubisoft yeah. games, it's really kind of hit and miss. It's me. just really like they, they have like you know they have them they have their Ubisoft map games, and I mean they do a good a damn good job of like sucking into that 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 fucking rotation that uh that grind you know where like a lot of other games a lot of people like uh, will fall off of they don't get the loop of those games they don't like them but ubisoft has like perfected uh people and like if you love a good map game like they're they're the best in the world at it yes but other than that though we did get to a low point inside the ubisoft conference where they started talking a lot about like say tv and movie stuff which that we came the... out of fucking left field well, they, they mentioned they were going to talk about it. There's a myth, Mythic Quest stuff that's on Apple, Apple TV, and I've heard it's actually pretty good. I do have like uh-huh. a, I got a free year of Apple TV for when I upgraded my phone, my iPhone. Mm-hmm. So I, I should probably check it out. I heard it's like I heard season two like just came out, and people are like raving about the, about that show. Like I said, I should just check it out. And then there's that Werewolf Within 
uh, trailer that we got, but it's, that trailer came out a while ago, and I watched it. I didn't even realize I watched that trailer when it first came out, like a, like a while back, and it looked like it looks like a good rental comedy movie. Um, so I, I didn't hate it that much because like at least it's like quality. It's not fucking Monster Hunter the movie trailer kind of shit you know it's <laughs> at least like it looks like mythic quest people actually seem to really like that show and it's like one of the the head writers from uh always sunny um uh danny is uh or mac i'm sorry is mm-hmm. uh the the head writer for this and he's the star in the show yes um, and then werewolves within has a pretty decent looking cast and looks like it, it might be like a fun dumb movie so oh. i i didn't hate it but it wasn't yeah it was weird Oh, yeah. But after that, though, we did get a new Far Cry 6 cinematic trailer, quintessentially. We delve a little bit more into the story of a specific scene upon these ladies and this kid going onto the boat. And it's like, I already understand that a lot of the story elements, I mean, this, from how they presented this story in regards to this trailer in and of itself, it's it already looks like to me this is going to be a definitely a memorable style of like cinematic stuff. I am honestly through with seeing a lot of the freaking story stuff now. They just need to start showing more of the fucking gameplay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, we did. It. They did do the the Far Cry Six thing uh, a week or two ago. Okay. A bunch of gameplay for that. That looked. Oh. That, I mean, it looked like it was fun. Uh, they have like the like a, a, a gun that like shoots um, CDs and like it plays the Macarena. Huh? Uh, yeah. Okay, you just need to watch the trailer for that. <laughs> just watch, yeah, I wasn't aware uh, of remind that. Remind me after the podcast, I'll show you the, the trailer. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's pretty good. But I'll um, tell you what, though, what was more interesting in regards to that, in my honest opinion, was them unveiling their season pass for Far Cry Six, right? I mean, quintessentially, yeah, it's it's a scuzzy thing, right? You're introducing your game, and the game's not even out yet, and you're already advertising your season pass. But the concept of them revealing the season pass was fairly interesting. Is because now this is like a separate, sound like a, it's like a sort of like subsidiary game, right? Like almost a spinoff game inside the season pass where you get to control one of three different previous villains in Far Cry games. So you have Voss from Far Cry 3, you got Pagan Min from Far Cry 4, and then you have Joseph, I think, from Far Cry 5. I think that's his name, yeah. And it's like, seeing the perspectives, and I I, actually was laughing pretty hard when it came to, like, Voss and stuff, just tripping out and stuff, and you see the protagonist of Far Cry 3. It's like, do you know the definition of insanity? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was was, awesome. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, I... uh... I thought that was really cool. Like, and that, that kind of like, w- there was that rumor that came out late last year about uh, them bringing that. Like, there was that rumor when they announced Far Cry Six, uh, when they officially revealed that Ubisoft Forward about um, the kid that was in the trailer, the, the announced trailer, was that like, like young Voss from Far Cry Three, because the guy that played the the voice actor for him said in, like an interview or like a podcast that like he was working with Ubisoft about reprising Voss and a lot of people were thinking that's him. And then they had to come out and say, no, that's not young Voss. And it turned like a whole hubbub like about, okay, Voss is coming back. Is are they, what are they doing here? And this looks like this is what it is, was basically the, the season pass uh, for uh, Far Cry six of, you know, with, with the playing, playing as a villain, uh, which I mean, I, I get why they're announcing the season pass already. Cause like, 
they already like when you go on like the, the PlayStation Store and shit, like you want to pre-order Far Cry, they already have the the, the main version, the deluxe edition, and then like the the big edition that's like a hundred dollars that comes with the season pass. So it's like it's it's just what it is now, where it's like well, okay, well we want people to immediately buy the very expensive version, the more expensive version than the regular version. So like let's tell them what they're getting now. And then at the end they announced we're getting the the Blood Dragon DLC, which. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really Blood care Dragon. for. It. I love Far Cry Three, and I bought the Blood Dragon DLC on 360 back in the day. It's, it's whatever. It's just based. Uh, I, I didn't think it was all that as as great as I as I was hoping it would be. So, um, as Gables takes a huge ch- chug of his fucking vodka over there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I I like I want to so badly play like Far Cry Six. Looks like a ton of fun, but so did Five, and I did not like Five. Uh, I, Far Cry 6 is definitely going to be a wait and see as far as what's coming out around that time in, in early October. And then, like, the, what people were saying, like, review time and preview time. Like, Far Cry 5 was, uh, there's some fun in that game to be had, but it was just your momentum was constantly stopped of, like, every 10 steps being attacked by a truck full of bad guys. It's like, get rid of that. The Ubisoft bloat, like I talked about, um, and I don't know. Like I think this game could be a ton of fun. Right. I, I want. I want. I really want to so badly play it. I love the. I love the the main bad guy. Obviously, Breaking Bad is one of my top three to five favorite shows of all time. Um, so yeah, I, I hope this game is as incredible as it seems because I feel like it'd be a ton of fun to play. All right. So after that, we actually got the unveiling of a game that was spoiled by Nintendo. Yeah. This morning, like six in the morning, like six in the morning, I get this text from Tyler. I get, yeah, I I get this freaking text from Tyler and stuff. I I hear my phone like vibrate, right? I check on my dresser and I see a message from Tyler. It's like, he just sends me like a freaking photo and I see it and it's Nintendo's website and they have the freaking Mario plus rabbits, like a spark of hope. And they never even bothered taking it down. It just stayed up. No, it, it just stayed up right there. Oh my gosh! But yet, seeing this trailer and seeing the seeing the unveiling of it, honestly, Tyler, it was the best thing that we saw from that Ubisoft presser. Yeah, and, and just bar none, it was definitely the best thing we saw that Ubisoft presser because it's like you got this fresh element, you know, to a game that uh, previous previously released like four years ago at this point. Great game, Mario and Rabbids Kingdoms Battle. Best Still, game on Switch. I still want to play this game. They, what's interesting, I need to finish that game. I know that. I've played some of it. I have not finished it. It's still fucking good. But, but, the interesting part about this is, like, they didn't advertise really a console of when this thing was released on, you know, in regards to mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. if it's just the regular Switch, or if it's preluding to something else. The trailer of itself, it looked fairly great, in my honest opinion. It's in pre-alpha footage in regards to the gameplay. I mean, the gameplay, from what it looks like, it looks seamless, kind of looks smooth. It's a little bit more bigger in scale. I kind of like the whole aspect of the the rabbit, like a Rosalina and stuff like that, which is very indifferent about everything. Yeah. But, uh, oh, God. Yeah, where, just... where are you at with, like, with, with the, 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 the Lumas? Oh, like, the rabid Lumas. As like, soon as are the, the rabbits and the Lumas f- fucking? Is that what we we've, we've established? You know what's going to be established is we're going to actually learn the origins of how that came to be. <laughs> it's like the game itself, from what I understand. 
But can I just say it was so fucking hilarious that you they just you just drift down, you see this little plush of a luma and stuff, and you see what looks like a luma in the back, and all of a sudden turns around, and it's a fucking rabbit infused in the luma. I'm like, oh my god, Jesus, I just couldn't stop laughing at it. Like, oh my god. I, I wish they called this game Super Mario Galaxy plus rabbits. Oh my god. Or Super Mario Galaxy three plus rabbits. That'd be like the all. That'd be awesome. Because oh this my is god. basically if you, it's basically like they're even on the on the ship from Mario Galaxy two. Like that's what they're flying. It, it, yeah, this is like the closest we'll ever get to Mario Galaxy three. But yeah, the whole unveiling, the gameplay of it looked fairly decent mm-hmm. in that regards. It's going to be releasing in twenty twenty two. Which, yep. you know what? I got my prediction wrong. But at that same time, I'm very happy to see not only the trailer, but also the footage. Knowing this game exists, that it's coming out next year. And it looks fucking good. I am hyped of it. But I'll tell you what. Ubisoft, you know, had the trailer what I would consider. You and I probably would both consider to be the best in regards to that whole press conference. Yeah. And then they follow it up with Avatar quintessentially yeah. avatar frontiers of pandora 2022 which you know what i there's like a couple things in this regards it's like the avatar franchise in and of itself i just barring my lack of interest aside and stuff from what they showed so far i mean i liked a lot of the conceptual art of it but we just got the announcement of it they were working like on this ip of avatar james cameron's avatar and like it looks good in motion. I we didn't see hardly any gameplay because it's more so cinematics, but uh, it definitely felt out of place of being that one more thing. In my honest opinion, like this would have done well, like maybe in the middle of the conference and then ending it with like the Mario plus Rabbids stuff. Yeah, I, I look at it from like the prospect of the, like the Avatar game, like they they announced they were making years ago at this point, so we knew it was coming. And it's just a matter of like when are they gonna like talk about it? So I, 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 it's it. I think Avatar, in a lot of ways, probably will be bigger from outside of gaming. It's gonna it's gonna go across gaming. Like Mario Plus Rabbids is big for gamers, and I feel like Avatar will be bigger. It's because like we got the movies coming. Mm-hmm. Like they're making seventeen of these things already. They've already announced. Just... Um, you know, it's like and just make. I, I guess like being the one the one more thing. I get it. Um, you know, like, yeah, it's 2022, no gameplay or anything like that. Uh, it's it's made with the division people, so it's probably gonna be a pretty good game. I bet. I'm curious if it's gonna be a live service game or if it's gonna be like just a open world game. What's this game actually gonna be? We have no actual idea. But I mean, I don't know. It's whatever. I, yeah, Mario plus Rabizo. If if it didn't leak. It would have been way more exciting than what it was. Yes. Yes. Uh, it definitely that's what sucks. Been. Because the biggest thing of the day, I think for the gamers, was Mario Plus Rabbids 2 being announced. Yes. Um, and if we wouldn't have known about it, it would have been uh, so much better. It would have been way... It would have, we would have came out... Like, kind of like the Elden Ring thing. Even though we were positive about it, like I, I, Elden Ring uh, rumors were coming out earlier in the week. And then like Jeff Keighley was like basically teasing people on Twitter all week about it. Yes. Like, he, like everybody knows he has it, and he's like, "All right, well, everybody knows I have it, so I'm gonna fuck with them about it." But there's always that doubt in the back of your mind. I'm like, "Well, maybe, maybe it's out there." And then like he does like the one more thing. It's here. It finally, blah blah, and it happened, and it was awesome, and like everybody was super excited about it. And it's like, okay, we all knew Mario Plus Rabbits Two was coming. We were like, we talked about it yesterday on uh, last night when we recorded about Spark of Hope, we were the title and everything like that. 
but it was like still like you like you going into it, like all right this is that down in my mind and when it happens fuck yes but then nintendo ruined the announcement uh, of it and just kind of took that i mean it's, it's funny because we always want the rumors we want the leaks we can't because we don't we want to know what was coming and we can't well, yes wait exactly here it's kind of like when you're a kid on you know on christmas like if if you could rip open all your presents and then put it back together without your parents were finding out we'd all fucking do it but then it would ruin christmas kind of thing it's that same idea it's like we can't wait so we want to know but then when we already know it kind of ruins the the actual event itself you know so it Whatever. I mean, it's 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 our fault. What? It's not really our fault. It leaked. It's it's Nintendo's fault. But we already knew it. But we could have probably. Well, I don't know. Whatever. It's we're on the internet. Uh, but yeah. I, I thought overall the the, the press conference was fine. Like it wasn't bad. It wasn't like Devolver was definitely more entertaining. Yes. Gearbox was obviously awful, cringeworthy, bad. Um, and then like Ubisoft Four. I it was it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. And it's kind of what I mentioned last night when we were talking about like this is what to expect from E three was like. If we have – everybody has a lot of games announced. And it's more about just getting more details in those games and getting more – probably a release window or release date, which we got here in Ubisoft Forward. And it's like I said yesterday, a lot of game, games that might get announced, don't expect the thing where they announce it and it's out in four months kind of thing. Expect these games to be far off. And, yeah, like I said that, and I was still hoping, like, I'd be awesome if, like, you know, so, like, kind of a lot of people were talking about this uh, – Marble, Mar- not, not marbles, uh, but Mario plus Rabbids being a 2021 game, possibly like a fall game. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like I saw that, like hoping back my mind, even though I said the thing I said yesterday and you said November and I was like, yeah. I'd be totally fine with November. But like, I was kind of hoping, like I was thinking like, okay, they announced Mario plus Rabbids one at E3 tw- uh, 2017. And then end of August, they put it out. So 10 weeks. Yeah. Like, That's what, what I was that initially thinking they would do it again. Yeah, and I was hoping for that. Obviously, it didn't happen. We just got 2022, but I don't fuck care. I'm just happy it's happening. Yes. Uh, that stuff, I mean, I'm buying it day one regardless. And, yeah, it's interesting they didn't put a console down, but we all know it's a Switch exclusive, which is just a matter of is it going to be on Switch and another Switch, or is this going to be on Switch? So, who knows? It's going to be exciting to know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay, like, we always do, like, a, a, a out of 10 score. Mm. Um, mm. Kind of what, what's your overall grade for this? Um, honestly, from what was shown in that regards, I definitely would feel this would be like a six out of 10 in my honest opinion, where it's like, there were plenty of interesting things that were shown. There were definitely some aspects that interested me, like in regards to the whole like Rider Republic stuff, which seemed fine. I mean, Valhalla getting expansion stuff in 2022, that was surprising in that regards that Ubisoft is staying to what they want to do and that is take a year or so away from like creating another assassin's creed style of game in order to focus upon one established for like another year but uh, mario plus rabbits a spark of hope was definitely the best thing and i felt like that was enough to elevate it to a six out of ten yeah no i I, i've been wavering between like like a 6.5 7 i'm gonna go 7 out of 10 i like overall like i said it wasn't like like my, where my expectations were was a little under what I was my expectations. Yeah. But like, was like, it, I was, there was definitely parts where I was bored, but I was never like, compl- I was still like watching it. Like still like, okay. I mean, nothing looked terrible. Like it was just like some sections just dragged okay. on too long. Yeah. Like extractions. Okay. We didn't, we didn't need 20 minutes of extractions to start off the, the event. No, um, that turned me we off. We <laughs> didn't, we didn't need a teaser trailer followed by an interview followed by gameplay. 
of it. You know, like that's my yeah. pet peeve of these things. Just do one of the th- do one a teaser or gameplay and then move on. We don't need a teaser interview gameplay. I hate that shit. My pet peeve for these well, events. So yeah, I mean that. I mean, day one overall was kind of a meh start, but like I said, maybe we're just getting the shit out of the way. I I just keep thinking of that uh, Family Guy sketch uh, or cutaway from. Uh, where it shows like it's like it's like the Jewish people like being slaves in Egypt. And it's like, oh. see, so he's like, it's like right now we're just it's like it's like when the when the Jewish guys is like, right now we're we're getting all the we're getting all the bullshit out of the way now. And after that, it's gonna be easy sailing from here. <laughs> I was thinking that cut. That, that's kind of like whenever Aww. I think about shit like this, getting the, getting the shit out of the way early. It's just like I think of that. That's that cutaway where it's yeah for Family Guy. So, uh, like I said, seven out of ten. I it wasn't. It's definitely not the worst one. Like Devolver is, uh, I, I would put like like an eight probably. Like no, like there's only five games shown, but it was just overall and very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, like from an entertainment factor, like a nine. From a game, like a game press conference factor, it's like a five. Right. But I don't know. Like probably over. Like Gearbox negative seventeen. <laughs> um, is where I put that one at. I mean, I think Gables. I think I don't think you're too far behind me on that one. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, if I really had to rate the Gearbox one and even the Koch Media stuff one from yesterday, I mean, Koch Media I think would have been in like a two out of ten, and Gearbox, oh god, Gearbox would even wouldn't even be that much better 2. than 5. that. It would, yeah, yeah. Honestly, two point five would be definitely what I would rate yeah. that. Because at least Gearbox was only thirty minutes and Koch Media was an hour two and hours. fifty. Like a, yeah. yeah, like nearly two hours with Koch yeah. Media's. I do want to uh, before we get out here, Gables. Um, we uh, I want to update everybody on sure. what's going on with uh, the uh, our prediction so far. So uh, coming out of this, uh, we going into it, uh, I was already negative one because I said Rainbow Six mm-hmm. Quarantine would be called Parasite. Obviously now I double D that one, meaning I could lose a point or I get two points uh, on that one. It came out it could become obviously Extraction, so I lost a point on that one. But I had uh, No Beyond Good and Evil Two. Uh, so I got a point for that one. So I'm back yes, at zero. Gables had Prince of Persia coming out 2022, which yes. was at the press conference, but they did announce on Monday that it's coming out 2022. So you got a point for that one because that was part of our agreement was anything yep. that came out that was announced during the week of E3, uh, the week going into that would still count. Um, you had Mario plus you had as your double D. You had Mario plus Rapids two coming out in November 2021. Obviously that was wrong. So right. you're up one. Now you're down one. So you're back down yep. to zero. And then you had two. Uh, you had two D Assassin's Creed revealed. That was wrong. So right. nothing on that one. I also had South Park. The next South Park game would be revealed. That was wrong. So now we are both. Um, we are now uh, at, tied at zero apiece. <laughs> we broke even. <laughs> we broke even. Um, After day one. Day one over. We're at zero zero. Tomorrow is Microsoft and. Oh, uh, so we have we have three tomorrow uh, on this because we did. Oh yeah. Did three predictions for Microsoft, Bethesda, and we did uh, predictions for Square Enix. So yes. Um, but if you don't mind, I'm going to update people real quick on what yes. our predictions are, just so Let's they go it. into it. Uh, so for Xbox, Gables had Halo multiplayer out in August and campaign in October. Outer Worlds two would be revealed with a 2023 release date, and you said for your double D. That Xbox buys the PTIP uh, from Konami. Yep. Uh, my my picks were a Halo Battle Royale mode would be announced. Uh, also had Cuphead DLC will now just become uh, a full on sequel to Cuphead to Cuphead Two. Uh, my double D prediction is no Hellblade, Fable, or Perfect Dark will be at the press conference. They might mention it, but there'll be no no CG trailer or no gameplay trailer for those. 
And then for Bethesda, Gables has Starfield 2023 Xbox exclusive. Uh, Quake reboot revealed. That was your double D. And you said Wolfenstein 3 would be a timed exclusive. Uh, for me, I had Wolfenstein 3 2022. Uh, no, no mobile game talk for uh, is my double D. And a Skyrim remaster or upgrade, <laughs> whatever, will be coming to the Xbox Series and PlayStation console. And then finally for a Squ- Square Enix, um, Gables had for his double D, Final Fantasy VII Remake 2 will be there. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, or I'm sorry, Kingdom Hearts, uh, the next Kingdom Hearts game will be revealed with a 2022 release date. Uh, and then you said, um, I got to fucking fix that one, sorry. Uh, you said Final Fantasy, uh, a Final Fantasy remaster for September 2021. Um, which I'm not feeling too good. Well, I don't know, because there's a Final Fantasy 1 through 6 collection being rumored for the event. Uh, so that would count potentially. Yeah, it would. Uh, even though it has <laughs> 2 through 6, it would still count. If it comes out in September, you get it. Uh, and then my picks are uh, there will be at least three Final Fantasy games at, at this press conference, which I feel pretty good about if there's that collection. That's six right there. I'm already That's my double D. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy will be revealed. And then a black part, the Black Panther expansion for Avengers will be coming out in September. Oh, okay. So those are our, our, our predictions for tomorrow. So. Oh my anyway. God! I feel like that one. I think after, I think after tomorrow, I think it's going to be straight on. Like one person's probably going to be like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Or we no. could just break even. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, who knows? We'll just be tied, and we'll end up both playing Night Trap. Oh, that could seriously happen. <laughs> Ah, Jesus Christ. Oh, my gosh. All right. So with that in mind, let me go forth and remind you guys how you can listen to us just to round things out before we close out the episode, the show for today. So on Twitter, we are Drunk Nerds Pod on there. Facebook, Drunk Dash Nerds. Twitch, Drunk Nerds Podcast. On YouTube, we are Drunk Dash Nerds. And on Spotify, Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts and stuff, plus, let's see, Anchor? Yeah, Anchor is our sponsor. Uh, Anchor yes. is, our, is our podcast host, so um, yeah, go there, check them out there. If you are a um, someone that wants to start a podcast, it costs, there's no monthly fee to start it. It's for free. And on top of that, they will they will pay you to make podcasts, so it's pretty mm-hmm. incredible. All righty. So, you know what? That has been day one of E3, everybody. I have been your host, Colonel Gables. So, until next time, everybody, I hope you have yourself a good time. I hope you pretty much keep an ear out because we will be doing multiple shows all the way through the rest of, like, uh, the next week. (laughs) Until Tuesday. Yeah, Yeah, at least until Tuesday, when essentially. But, uh, yeah, Have yourself a fun time, everyone. Uh, And I was Tyler. And hey, Gables. Yes. Too sweet, baby. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.